Against All Odds is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, college basketball, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook. Why? Because it's easy to use, because it's safe and secure, and you get your winnings fast, sometimes in as quick as two hours. And it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay. Discover the most popular same game parlays each day right when you log in. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code against the odds so they know I sent you. Part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal comes you on a Monday morning. Yes, championship day in college basketball. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess. Actually, Jim Cunningham kind of producing this mess. We'll get that to that in a second. But joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Well, listen, it would be a treat enough to have you guys weighing in on this, but we have much more going on here because Harry, well, Harry, I should mention, is at the game tonight. He is in New Orleans traveling to the game. Harry, do you have tickets yet? We do have tickets. We're going to be behind one of the, uh, we're in a suite behind one of the baskets. Not too bad seats. Really? Wow. Yeah. All right. You pulled that off. Now it was explained to me. I laughed at you uh, last week, but then it was explained by Ken, your master who was taking you to this game that um, <laughs> he had to leave town. He had to, he was getting his floors done and he had to go. So of course you go to a game of which, you know, no players or teams or anything. He has to go and fly out. He also right. explained to me that he's been free of COVID because he's been d- done a good job um, avoiding crowds. So uh, you guys <laughs> yeah. will be at the game tonight. Uh, there's a lot going on. You have seats. You're in New Avo- Orleans. Avo- avo- avoiding crowds. Yet we're in Alaska. We're in Hawaii a couple times. We're in Florida. We're everywhere. You know? Yeah, you're at, now the, in Louisiana. you're at the fucking championship game. Right. Uh, 50,000 <laughs> in, in arena. So, How much uh, those seats cost, by the way, Harry? Any that's idea? something I, I haven't discussed with him yet. Either. I don't know how much this is going to cost. Don't I have discuss no idea. that. How are the hotels? Uh, the pillows are good and everything? Pillows aren't good. I, I may have to change. Ken's changed a couple couple hotels already. So uh, okay, good. Li- lines everywhere. You can't even get coffee without th- having to wait in line for 30 people. There's Kansas oh, and that's and not good UNC if you're trying to avoid everywhere. COVID, right? He's had some streak well, on. I know. Yeah. I know. It's, uh, oh, I know. man. Somebody oh, was else. stuck. You guys are stuck. What else are you going to do? Sal, can I say uh, Harry sent me a text the other day saying he couldn't sleep at your house the other night. Does that mean you have bad pillows down there? Yeah, I might think it's him. I don't know what happened. He said he watched two Lifetime movies in a row at 1.30 in the morning. <laughs> they were great. If anyone is bored at 1.30 in the morning, Lifetime movies at 1.30 in the morning are fantastic. There you go. Uh, Harry, you're sitting, I don't want to say you're sitting pretty, but uh, as it stands amongst the staff, Toby Mergler has won our contest, our bracket. He uh, hosts Covered in Glory. The other host, Brett Coromanos, is tied with Harry. The tiebreaker is total points, and Harry caught a big break with Villanova not being in this final because he has 137 or fewer if, if it goes 138 or more, Brett picks from the cap of consequences, which is not good. The over-under is 152. Mm. So there you go. Uh, yeah. Looking good for you again, Harry. Take that, Darren. We need no scoring, Darren. Parley kid, we got a roof for no scoring here. <laughs> oh, that's not happening. We need a 68-64 game or somewhere in there uh, for Harry to lose. Our prop quiz winner, Tim Mayberry, six right out of 10. Good job by you. He gets a gold cap. Still uh, has one before brother Bry. Bry, how did you do on that? It was a tough one this week. I think I got two. Yeah, I must. I must have sucked because yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't very good <laughs> on the games. Grammys. There was uh, women's finals. We we didn't get a, a lot of that right. Nope. I should say for the real contest though, uh, extrapoints.com/slash/arcade. We have Scott Kehoe is the well, the only one in the entire pool to pick UNC to win it. We had like nine hundred people join. He was the only one. If the Tar Heels win, he takes uh, the thousand dollars. Otherwise, Alberto Guevara has Kansas. If Kansas wins, he wins the bracket. But listen, we're burying the lead here. My God, we have a good friend of the podcast. Like I said, probably the best uh, friend of the podcast. He's in New Orleans in a hotel room with Harry. He helped break the news of the Coach K farewell tour. And then it's only right that he and his Tar Heels watched it all. And University of North Carolina, class of 2015 grad, 
Tate Frazier and half a voice is here. What's happening, Tate? Oh yeah. I, uh, <laughs> ooh, I don't sound good. I don't sound good. I, um, I yelled a lot of things Saturday night, fellas. Uh, some things that, um, you know, I probably have never said before, but it was uh, pure joy. Um, when I walked out of the building, I was just yelling to the skies that we finally did it. Ding dong. The dick is dead and uh, <laughs> he's out of the game. Was it pure joy though? You say it was pure joy, but was it the most nervous you ever were watching game as a one point game with a minute left? Oh, it was uh, with about two minutes ago, coach K I give him credit. And this is why it was so sweet. He did the, you know, he, he did his, you know, his prayers on the sideline and he beat his chest two times. Like he was Matthew McConaughey and Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> and, um, I, I, I looked down at my brother, my brother has called me at the end of every game, but he was in the building. So my brother calls me on the phone, um, with about two minutes to go. He's about four rows in front of me and he's on the phone with me. We can't hear each other, obviously, but we're in the arena, but we're on the phone. And from then on, uh, everything, when Caleb hit that shot, it just felt like everything was, um, the, the, the perfect script for destiny, but Look at that. leading up to the game, um, the first half, uh, everything felt like the rest referees everything felt like it was all coach k and duke until it wasn't and i think that's why it was so sweet well did you did you find it was a good or bad omen that uh producer jim cunningham got robbed <laughs> i think I, I i don't know how much it, <laughs> it impacted the outcome but oh, really? it, if, much? If, if i had to talk to to the basketball gods and they were like what bad thing is going to happen and carolina will win on saturday and they said that <laughs> jim's gonna have to get you know a knife pulled on him i'd take that deal a hundred times out of a hundred <laughs> and a hundred is the operative number here jim can you jump on for a second you were you were actually robbed um right <laughs> yeah 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 that is true what i happened? was robbed i pulled out a knife there he is. All right. There you look is. fine. You don't look worse for wear at all. What so what happened? You you got mouthy with somebody? Yeah, or I'm all right. You try to bum a cigarette? What? No, he came up, he asked me for asked me for five dollars. I said no. And then uh he uh -huh. took out a knife <laughs> and um told me, Give me all your cash. I said, I don't have cash. Do you take Apple Pay? <laughs> he said no. And then uh I took out my wallet to prove uh -huh. I didn't have cash. And apparently when I was hammered drunk, I <laughs> went to an ATM and I had yeah. gotten a hundred dollars cash out. So I take the wallet out and he's like, what the hell? Yeah, like, you right there. 520. Yeah, so I just gave it to him. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I should stab you. I should kill you right here. I should cut your head off. I was like, all right. Now, if the, all right. So, so the, he took it. the hundred dollars and let it be a lesson. You could have gotten off for five bucks, right? I mean, you lost 20 X <laughs> on that deal. Did you sell me a Rolex earlier? So oh, he should have been like, am I still getting the watch or what? Oh, um. uh, you could have had a watch instead. You're out a hundred bucks. Now, let me ask you, Tate, if I don't want to paint a grim picture here, but if, if Jim were hospitalized, would you have still gone to the game? Like what condition, like serious oh. condition, stable, you're still going to the game, right? If he gets yeah, stable. Okay. Stable, I'm going. Let me cut my head off. Stable, you're going. <laughs> Serious, yeah. you're considering it, right? You'll go for at yes. least a half. Yes. Serious, yeah. I'm thinking about it. Check okay. on him early in the day. All That's right. it. All right. Well, uh, you're not out of the woods yet. So the big game tonight. <laughs> I'm very excited. You took your mother to this, right? This is like this is like the Academy Awards where the uh, nominated actor takes his, his mom. My, uh, my mom, my brother, my aunt Pat. My first cousin, Elizabeth, they're all there. And uh, they have better seats than me, actually. So, I mean, they, uh, you know, they're like five, four rows in front of us uh, mm -hmm. where I was sitting. Um, but they're like the real diehard Tar Heels. They went to practice, uh, open practice, talked to Coach Hubert Davis. Um, mm -hmm. My mom likes to tell everyone that she is Tate Frazier's mom. And there's a lot of people that go, who? And then, uh, <laughs> you know, then she proceeds to pull up the podcast <laughs> and show them the podcast. Um, and then uh, Caleb Love, they're staying at the Carolina Hotel. My, my family is. And Caleb Love, after he hit the shot on Saturday, my mom, the elevators, I guess, that you don't like pick the number in the elevator. It's kind of automatic. So she got on an elevator. Um, went up to the fifth floor, Caleb Love, the, the doors open and Caleb Love was right there. This is after the game. Uh, 
And my mom said, Caleb just had the biggest smile on his face. My mom was like, I love you forever, Caleb. You're one of the greatest Tar Heels. And she said that he just picked her up and bear hugged her. Um, so she's having like oh, wow. literally the UNC fantasy experience. And my mom was a senior <laughs> at Carolina in 1982. She had class with Michael Jordan and James Worthy that year. She had a PE class with them. L fit is what they call it at Carolina. Wow. Um, so she is uh, a lot of people think that I am the, the diehard Tar Heel, but uh, it was it was uh, ingrained in me because of my mother. I, I'm trying to do the math. I, Tate, I think your mother's like 34 years old or something, right? <laughs> no? Is she young? She, what happened? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, she has 40 years since 1982. That's her least favorite stat of the weekend. All right, I'm not good at math. Maybe that's why I'm losing so all So there is money. proof that some athletes do go to class. Yes, right. they do go to yeah. class. Yes, right. James Worthy right. went to class. Michael Jordan went to class. I don't know what happened after that, but they yeah. at least went. <laughs> hey, you mentioned uh, Hubert Davis, and I think it would be a great baller move if you I discussed this on extra points earlier. If Hubert Davis made everyone call him Coach D for now mm. on, mm. and it, it, it you know, it, it kills two birds with one stone. First of all, uh, screw you, Coach K. Uh, I'm mm -hmm. getting this. Um, I'm getting the accolades here that I deserve. I've taken the you know, you passed the torch to me or I actually snagged it from you. One, number two, it gets further away from the first name Hubert, which is ridiculous, you know? <laughs> so coach D, what do you think about coach D? Yeah, I, I was thinking this. Uh, I like Coach D. I, I've been calling him Coach Davis because Hubert's not my favorite, but I think he mm. should go with Hubie Brown. You know, he should go with Hubie. Like, what? Hubie Davis. Like, yeah. at least at least Hubie Brown's one of the greatest clinicians in basketball history and one of the greatest basketball yeah. minds. You know what I mean? Hubie's better than Hubert. Mm. But I think if he just sticks with Coach D or Coach Davis, I think that's a win. It's much better than people. Everyone wants to be like, oh, Hubert. And it's very, like, the way they say it is, is like they're trying to, to demean him with, with saying Hubert. So, I'll stick with Coach Davis or Coach D. I like this. All right. And back to Coach K. Um, <laughs> did you did you did you cheer? Were people cheering as he walked off, or you didn't even care? You're it was a euphoric state, right? Like I got tackled. Uh, I was sitting with my buddy Charlie. I got tackled like in the chairs. They they kind of like they fold back up. Was so it the same guy that robbed uh, the producer Jim Cunningham? <laughs> no, but he oh. sold me a T-shirt after the game. He was a really nice guy. Um, <laughs> not a watch. Yeah, not a watch. He was out of watches. Uh, my leg like almost got broken in one of those chairs. Like when I got hit, like my leg got like pulled back back behind me. I mm -hmm. was covered in beer. Like. Like people were crying. I mean, I was crying. Everyone's crying. Um, cause like it, it was like the long national nightmare of my entire life. You know what I mean? I've had to live with this guy and the 75 year old version of coach K is not the coach K that we grew up on. You know what I mean? I think a lot yeah. of people, they, they hear us talk about coach K and they're like, this sweet old man is who you're saying is the devil. Like what's wrong with you? And it's like, no, <laughs> that man, look, he has grandkids now. In fact, coach K was the only one that had any class um, right. on their staff after the game the rest of them have no class um but uh, you know uh, he's so far removed from what he once was but in that moment in time it felt like we had finally gotten rid of the k that i knew and it was great and, and really, i didn't, there's even, no, I didn't even see anything live in the building i was too we, busy just like celebrating because the rivalry's over right there's nothing we discussed <laughs> earlier there's nothing they could do now like uh, all right what if, even if they beat the football team like i'm trying to think what would have <laughs> to happen for you to, you have to have lost the rivalry years yeah from. I, I think um, the way I described it, this would be like if in 1982 or 1984, like Duke beat Michael Jordan in the NCAA tournament, right? You know, so like every time that we brought up Michael Jordan, Duke fans are like, well, that's funny because we actually ended his career. Mm -hmm. And you know that they would live for that and they would say that every single day of the week. And in their mind, <laughs> Coach K is their Michael Jordan, which is hilarious. I would love to see those two play one-on-one. -on -one. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, this is forever. They haven't accepted it yet. They never even accepted Cameron Indoor. Like, when I was talking to Duke fans before the game, they were like, that was a fluke game. Uh -huh. Our players were sick. You know, they've already built in their excuses. So in about three weeks, we'll probably get, you know, a quote from Coach K that said Jeremy Roach had a stomach bug or, you know, right. Chris Carowell, you know, his mom had passed away. Like, there's going to be some excuse, like, as to why they lost this game. They're never going to say that it happened fair and square. So in that sense, the rivalry will, will continue because they're hypocrites. And uh, now we get to laugh at them even more. Well, I think they think as long as they walked off the court without shaking hands, which was the case for most of them, that it didn't happen, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was very uh, Isaiah Thomas, bad boy Pistons, you know what I mean? But uh, without any of the championships or respect. Right.
All right. Well, listen, I want to get to the uh, next game. I mean, you, you realize there's one game left, right? It's not, it's not <laughs> over. You still have one. Yes. Yes. There is one more. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about that. Uh, we're here with Tate Frazier. He's got like a, an eighth of a voice. It's great. I'm, I'm hearing Lou Carnesecca. Parlay Kid, he's stealing your gig from you a little bit here. Little, little Lou Carnesecca, Jack McCormick, <laughs> yeah. high school Jack coach. McCormick. I don't know. Who else, who else do you hear in there? Uh, Probably kid. No, every time I hear something like that, I think of Jack Mack. I mean, it's just Jack automatic, Mack. right? So he was our high school um, coach. Yeah, he never yeah, ever had absolutely a voice. never yeah. just sounded like that permanently, right? So yeah, for sure. All Bruce right. Weber. Bruce Weber's the other one I got last night. Coach Bruce Mark Weber, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a break. We'll be back with uh, Bruce Weber, aka Tate Frazier. All right, we're back. Master Tate Frazier here. He's with Harry in New Orleans. Harry, you know, Harry's been a big North Carolina fan for many, many years. Could not miss this game. Oh, no, wait. No, none of that is true. But ACC, baby. Cuse in North Carolina. <laughs> it's true. He's a big ACC guy. Uh, I do want to talk. We talked about the uh, the other night. Great, great win. Very nervous. You said the most nervous you've been at a game, Tate, you said for sure. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even say nervous because I, I thought we were good enough to beat them. I thought we were the better team. Mm -hmm. I was I was anxious because I was waiting to see how they were going to screw us over. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was just waiting for like what was going to yeah. be the final nail in the coffin. And then the fact that it didn't happen, uh, it's, it's been great ever since. And it really just comes down to college kids missing free throws at the end, right? Oh, just, <laughs> I, I loved it. I loved it so much. Oh, uh, William, poor guy. All right, so here's what's good. Uh, I have good news. I've been terrible. I was 0-2 Saturday. Um, I've been not good. Uh, although I had Villanova to win the whole thing. So I don't think they win that game even with more in, in there. I, I really don't. Uh, Kansas got off to such a crazy start dispatched of them. Um, I feel like I have more reasons to pick against both teams tonight than I do for them. Like, uh, I joke about you have one more game, but the emotion involved in winning that game and the celebration and Caleb love, uh, hugging strange ladies outside of elevators. Like it does seem anticlimactic. On the other hand, I, I can't see Kansas shooting as well as they did. Like Baji right. and McCormick were what? 16 for 20. Yep. Baji was Harry and I were following six for seven from three. I don't understand how they could, could do that. And yet you got guys like, um, you know, Remy Martin, who I think had like three or five points. He had 20 in, in previous games. Like you, you rely on him. Uh, Braun underachieved the other day. I, I am, uh, you should be happy. I'm taking Kansas minus four. I'm rooting for you, <laughs> but for the purpose of giving a pick, I'm going to take Kansas minus four. Um, Kansas is a small favorite last 12 games, 10 and two, nine and three against the spread average margin of victory, 12.6. That's a favorite of five or fewer. Uh, and as far as favorites go in a national championship, I know this doesn't really matter, but the favorite is 12 and five against the spread. 11 and six Tate. I know you're going Carolina. If, if you could be, <clears throat> if you could take the blinders off, do you think they stack up uh, for does four seem too rich in your eyes? I, um, so I picked Kansas to win the title you yeah. know, at, at the start of the season. I, I believed in this Kansas team because I think Kansas has the national player of the year. I think Ochai Agbaji is the national player of the year. I thought he was all year. I understand mm -hmm. Sheboy had the double doubles and everything, even though Baycott has already broken Sheboy's double double record. So, um, you know, that's neither here nor there, but I thought Ochai was the best player in the country. I really, I, I, what I saw Saturday confirmed that to me a little bit, that he's going to be able to, to be that star uh -huh. on Monday night. The only thing that gives me <clears throat> hesitancy in believing in Kansas running away with this is that Leaky Black is the perfect matchup for Ochai Agbaji. And right. um, Leaky is, I think, you know, the best defender in the ACC. He didn't win ACC player or defensive player of the year. Obviously, Mark Williams did, but I thought he was the best defensive player. He's going to be good on Ochai, but when you have Remy Martin, who's a firecracker, who, like you said, he could put up 20 points in any game, that's mm -hmm. a nice X factor for Kansas. And if David McCormick, their big man, he had 23-9 and nine on Saturday, and obviously Villanova doesn't have a traditional big. Eric Dixon is more of like a Jared Sullinger, you know, four-man playing the five. 
But if Armando Baycott is 80%, like some people were saying he is after Saturday with his ankle, and McCormack has a big game, um, I could see Kansas winning this game by more than four points. So, so they I, I see he that. basically has to outmuscle Baycott. And if he plays yeah. and if he, I, I don't know, with injury, uh, ankles, it seems like it gets worse two days later. But who knows? And he goes sec- for these walks and everything. The secret Baycott. for Kansas is that yeah. uh, Mitch Lightfoot, their backup big, he's like been there 15 years. Yeah. Like he's the perfect kind of guy to bait Baycott into some early foul, early fouls. So that's another right. thing to watch out for. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, Baycott's going to be. A, I was looking at the pros. Like McCormick's not going to be a pro. He's senior, so this is it. I mean, not 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 yeah. to say that no one's going to yeah. step it up like he does, but Baji's a pro. Uh, Baycott's a pro. Who else is a pro here? I think. Uh, I think you have three. Caleb Excellent loves Christian. a pro. Who else? Caleb loves a pro. Right. Christian, Bra- Christian Brown will Christian get a look. Braun he's, is, he's, right. Yeah, yeah, he's probably a pro. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Jalen Wilson for Kansas is a pro. Um, I think Leaky Black's a pro. I mean, I think a lot Baji's of people. Baji's the probably, first round. He's the only first rounder out of the game. Baji's the only one that, like, if he plays well and has 25 points tonight, that he could be, like, a lottery pick. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't, th- I don't think there's anybody else that could, could boost their self up into that range. I mean, Caleb Love could be a first-round pick if he has 25 points and wins MOP. Maybe he's, like, late first-round guy. But Baji's the really only lottery guy in the game. Yep. Yeah, I was looking at for point guard. Yeah, I think. Caleb Love could jump could jump to the uh, late middle first round I think for yeah. the big game, but who, who yeah. knows? I, I don't know at this point. All right, uh, Parley Kid, which way are you going? Kansas minus four, one fifty two is the over under. I'm joining you here, Sal. Kansas minus four. Um, I feel look, bad doing uh, this to Tate. I mean, but, but <laughs> I get it. Mind, look, but, uh, it's yeah. an emotional. I get, I get it too. I get it too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, there's a lot of emotions <laughs> involved in these games, right? Like we don't. Yeah. And and part of it, look, just look at their fans. Like Tate, like Tate can barely contain himself, like with his emotions. He can barely speak. Like they already kind of won in their minds the national championship, right? Yeah. So I think for them, uh, they're coming off a very, you know, very high, and it's tough to really maintain these type of emotions. Kansas has uh-huh. been very businesslike this whole tournament. They've just taken care of business, game after game after game, kind of under the radar, and. Uh, quite frankly, uh, this Kansas team, I think, is a veteran team, like you said, Sal. They do yeah. have uh, guys here that have been around for uh, quite yeah. some time. And um, I just think uh, that's what maybe gets them over the hump. The fact that they've just been very businesslike. And d- does North Carolina really deserve to win this game? They already won <laughs> their big game, right? No, seriously. The fans are happy no matter what. Kansas needs this game. If this Their season's been... Kind of a you know a waste. North Carolina, yeah. they've had their moment. That's it. They're done. I'm right, Tate. Come on, I'm I'm right when terrible. I say this. I, I will been, say I will say look, Kansas has been disrespected all season. You know what I mean? Like they, they no one even really gave them a fair shake to win the title. So uh-huh. I understand why they have all the ammo to think that they're the team of destiny. So speaking I of fair shakes, you have more than a fair shake, Tate. This is hardly a dilemma. I know because the the, the money. I mean, you're, you're you're a very rich and powerful man now at uh 23 years old. Whatever you are, but you you are stand. I gave you free bets at the beginning of the tournament. Tournament. I was like, thanks for jumping on. I'm going to give you a couple free bets. One was Villanova to make the final four. This is your pick. Yep. 550 bucks. You're listening to IRS. Go tax them. It was uh, sent to his Venmo account. Uh, you get your other pick was 10 to one Kansas. Mm. You're going to win a thousand dollars. So you're sitting pretty. I mean, at some point, I don't I, know. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I got to show you guys. That's a thousand dollars would be great, Sal. But what really, nothing? what really would be great. It's three thousand dollars. I bet on the North Carolina Tar Heels thirty to one wow. in October uh, to win the national championship. And if they win the national championship, I have to go to Cherokee, North Carolina, to collect my three thousand dollars. No so, kidding. All right. I, uh, so either I don't way, know if it's worth it. I've never been to yeah. Cherokee, but is it, if it's worth it to it's travel? It's worth it. The hair. Don't the give hair it to Harry. That's the worst thing you could do. Yeah, October <laughs> October twenty eighth, twenty twenty one. Harry's looking at the ticket right now. But either way, tonight, like nice. you said, I can get a thousand or I can get three thousand. And wow. Uh, I, I want to get Harry's stealing my ticket. Yeah, uh, he's so, already, <laughs> he already put it under his shirt. I don't know how, I don't think yeah, it's, it's worth it's, anything it's now. Soaked now. <laughs> Keep it away but, from Harry uh, and don't give it to Jim Cunningham either. He's, um, yeah, he's he going to get robbed. Sell it on the street yeah. to that watch guy. <laughs> see some, some, uh, person experience homelessness waiting in line in Cherokee, <laughs> nice. uh, North Carolina, trying to hey, uh, cash that thing in. 
Hey, Tate, word has it that uh, Roy Williams is rooting for Kansas tonight, just so you know. I don't know if you <laughs> know What a that. weird thing, right? I'm trying yeah. to think of anything like this. He's definitely like rooting this. for Kansas. I don't care what they – how many – they want to show him in the UNC. Kansas it's is what made Roy Williams. Fun. Roy Williams was made at Kansas. That's who he's rooting oh. for. And <laughs> yes. uh, you know what? Roy Williams is as big of a prick as uh, Coach K. <laughs> so there you go. Whatever. I will we say. can all admit it. If Coach K is, a, is an ass – Roy Williams is an S. Uh, that's fine. Well, if he was fine. a by the way, Parley kid, I'd be rooting for Kansas too if I were oh, him because man. I'm an asshole. I'm a petulant little baby. And I'd be like, um, you know, there's two ways to look at it. Like this, he, he coached some of these players, right? You'd think there'd be like a tie to them. He put the Hubert Davis, he put Coach D in place. Um, <laughs> that's why he's rooting for Carolina. But on the other hand, it's like, oh, shit, I don't want them winning one year removed from my tenure there. I got to root yeah. for Kansas, right? And that's yeah. the type of guy Roy Williams is. Sal. That's how <laughs> I would say. Yes. I promise you this. Coach K would pull against Duke. If John Shire was in the title game, Coach K would pull against Duke. Yeah. <laughs> There's right, no doubt right. in my mind. No doubt in my mind. <laughs> All right, Brother Brian, you going Coach D or Coach S? No. Uh, uh, shit. Coach S. <laughs> Coach S is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go. I'm going UNC here uh, with the four. I'm, I'm a little disappointed. I mean, I, I'm a little disappointed. Tate kind of, kind of going against his team already. But I, I hear what you guys are saying. I mean, that totally makes sense. And that was in the back of my mind, right? They kind of already won their championship, but you know, they have been on this stretch of beat. You know, you've beaten Baylor, you've beaten UCLA, you've beaten Duke now. So they, I mean, they have been playing. They have been playing for the past month the best ball probably in college basketball. Both these teams really have. But you know, mm -hmm. UNC's covered all five games so far. They're nine one against the spread in their last ten. I do think if yeah, if Baycott is around eighty percent, I think that's probably good enough. enough to keep this a close game. I mean, they will match up with them a lot better size wise, like uh, unlike Nova. Uh, but you know, they have the ability in this game, like Love, RJ, or Manic, one of those three guys can get very hot and carry this team. And you saw that in this la the last game against Duke, right? RJ carried them in the first half. Love carried them in the second half. And Manic played really well in the second half, too. So, as you know, I feel like they should play loose tonight because they really have kind of nothing to lose in this game because they did already <laughs> win uh, their championship. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, I like them getting the four here. All right. Yeah. Oh, man. It's such a fun game that's come down to this. I like I, I those teams we know. Go ahead. I, I, uh, I was going to say, I don't know if you guys saw this, but it just came out that when Brady Manick hit the three, you know, the big three late, when he did the pump fake and Ben Caro closed out on him, when he hit it in front of the Carolina bench, he said to Ben Caro, bang, bang, motherfucker. Was that when his foot was almost out of bounds? Was that right when his the heel? When it, Is that the shot? Inbounds. Yeah, you don't put your heels down. You, you Take your heels down. He was getting tackled at the time. Was, uh, <laughs> Did he say that? Oh. All right, Harry. Uh, I know you're going Carolina because you're everything Tate Frazier. You're, you're sitting right. right next to him. You don't want to get smacked. So Although, Harry, were you, you must have been rooting for Duke to win that game, though, right? Because the uh, fact, the I fact mean, that you're yes at and the, no. I mean, I did take them because I had Kansas money line with Duke money line, but still... Uh, uh, overall, if I lose, I don't care because I, I don't. I can't stand Coach K either. Yeah, so but I, I, it was fine to me. I thought you would. You know, when we went over things like that, you know, what would you want to see? Right, well, we did that a few weeks ago. I figured Co right. seeing, seeing Coach K lose in the finals, I thought well, for that, you that, would have been. Idea. You're right, though, Bri. I just, I just really thought that okay, they won in Cameron, they got it done, um, and blew them out in the end too. So that would be good enough. And the run beating Baylor was fine too, but uh, as number one seed, but. Again, against Coach K, is Coach K really going to lose two to North Carolina down the stretch like this? Yes. And then uh, Tate made a great point where it's like you were just waiting to see how they're going to get – the refs are going to screw them, and somehow Coach K is going <laughs> to pull it out and be in the championship of game. Course. And when it didn't happen, are you kidding me? Yeah, exactly. Wow. That's like, why we were tackling each other. <laughs> so we were watching it too. Just like, what, like is this going to happen? And it, and it didn't happen. It was amazing. And, and I can understand you guys' point of taking Kansas. Their defense has been tremendous. Eight of the last nine games, they've given up 65 points or less. Uh, McCormick and Abaji were great. Sally like said we were watching it. Abaji didn't miss a shot till five minutes left in the game. Yeah. Uh, and what they caught injured, it makes sense to King take Kansas, but I am taking the heels with the points here. Uh, almost a team of destiny. Like I said, after, hey, you would probably even figure after losing February 16th at home to Pittsburgh, what, and, and knowing that when you lost that game, are we even going to make the tournament? What's the question? 
Yeah, I never, I never bought in the fact that they were a bubble team, but I understood, you know, the the overreaction of that. I mean, Carolina the whole year they were like one game back at Duke, and if you heard all the the smart media people, they would say there's Duke, and then there's everyone else in the ACC. Meanwhile, right. Duke almost <laughs> lost every game at home right. to everyone in the ACC, and then lost to Miami, lost to Virginia, got blown out by Carolina right. at home. Yet they were this far removed from the rest of the ACC. I never really bought in the hype, but you're right. When Pittsburgh beat Carolina, I thought the season was uh, probably dead I mean, right. Pitt, Pittsburgh. Finished eleven and twenty one. Eleven and twenty one, but North Carolina is eleven and one since then. Again, like we said, beat Coach K twice. They had a twenty five point lead on a number one seed Baylor and held on to win that game where Davis was fantastic in that yeah, game, had thirty points. I mean, that was uh, the one. Yeah. Harry Harry yeah. could rattle off a million stats. We get it. But yeah, the fact that they won that game and oh, yeah. they let Baylor come back from they were up twenty five. They let him come back. That yeah. goes to overtime. I don't know what the line, the spread was, but it looked like Carolina was cooked there where Leaky Black could not figure out the press, right? Like that was the whole thing. Like he was getting, he was getting pressed and that's how they made their comeback. I'm like, oh, well, this team's not going to last very long. And uh, it's unbelievable. You guys are where you are. I know I'm not telling you something you don't know. No, I mean, when that game went to overtime, it was over, right? Everyone knew it was yeah. over. Baylor was going to win in overtime, and it was mm-hmm. going to be a story of, like, the greatest comeback in tournament history. That was going to be the whole conversation. And then Duke was going to go win the title, and then every Duke fan was going to say, uh, right. Cameron Indoor never happened. We were the national champions, and you guys blew the biggest game in college basketball history. Mm-hmm. That was where we were headed. And the fact that yep. we are where we are right now is why it feels so amazing, because we all kind of knew <laughs> what, what it yeah. was going to be. So, uh, yeah, it is it's crazy. Amazing. All right, let's go props real quick, Harry. While we have you, you're going. Uh, you're going, Caleb Love. This is the big one. This is the one everybody likes. Over sixteen and a half. Mm. This seems easy. Well, the guy doesn't miss anymore. Uh, it's minus one twenty-two. Yeah, I, you know, when pl- plus with Baycott injured, uh, he's going to have to pick up the scoring. Probably uh, he had twenty-eight on Saturday. He willed them to the win in, uh, against UCLA when he had six threes in that game. He had thirty in that one. Loves also at twenty-three. Um, against Marquette in the 8-9 matchup where he had six threes as well. Uh, only a sophomore playing like a senior leader. I'm going to take Caleb Love over 16 and a half. What do you need, Tate? All you need is... If Caleb Love scores 20 or more points, Carolina is undefeated. Uh-huh. That is my that is my favorite stat that I have learned this year, that if Caleb Love scores over 20. But I, uh, I'm i a little worried about Caleb having a, a, a letdown game. I will say that. I'm a little worried about that. But so that's I, where I think, I'm at. I'm, yeah. I'm going under two and a half threes because I think he can get like 14 or 17 or 18 points. Yeah. But I don't know what, what happened. Maybe gets to the line or, or something. But uh, And this is a scary bet because he's taken 10 or more three attempts in five of the last six games. And it's not a fun bet to root for. By any means, but I like the plus one twenty here. I I do think there's going to be a lot. Well, by the way, two of seven would not be terrible from three for him, uh, and it wins you this bet under two and a half threes. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I hope for your sake, Tate. That's that. Harry, you like him also for outstanding player. Yeah, uh, look, I, I think uh, at plus three eighty, that's pretty good value. Um, scored twenty one or more points in five in five to- five times in the last nine games. Again, I mentioned he had twenty eight in the last game. Um, I don't think McCormick and Abaji are going to be able to repeat what they did on Saturday. That was a lot or amazing what they really did. I don't think they're going to be able to do it again. Uh, Love has 18 threes in the tournament here, 72 points in the last three games. Love is in the air here in the Big Easy. Oh, All you need it. is love, baby. All you need stupid. is love. Always end up. All you need is love. Yeah. Anything else with love? We need some love uh, similes here. Take, there we go. Yeah, I like it. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. By the way, he's seven heels. He's 17 ACC, half, baby. Harry. Harry what? tried to screw us again. He's 17 and a half is his over on there, not 16 and a half. That go. was 16 and a half when I looked. 17 and a half minus <laughs> oh, one. People love the over. Yeah. That's what you got. That, yeah, uh, that's good. All right. Uh, Parley kid. I'm trying to think. I'm looking at uh, outst- is outstanding player and there's um, highest scorer, right? You, you bet all mm. this on Fandle. Um, where's the highest scorer? Was he plus 480 for highest scorer, Harry? He was no, plus, plus three, uh, plus highest score, three, five, eight. one for the uh, most outstanding player. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Parley kid. Who's uh what's your prop? Yes. I do like uh, what you're saying with love too. Um, mm. I, you know, I think the, the shooting part has been kind of the overrated part of the three point uh, game for himself. I mean, he takes a high yeah. volume, but yeah, he does. He's 12 for 37 in his last four games here. It's not like he's been shooting lights out from three. He does make mm-hmm. big ones and he, he has no fear in shooting. Uh, I think the strongest part of his game has been really attacking the rim. He's very 
very creative in there, and uh, he's done a very nice his job. Defense. His defense is winning all these games. And he, he, did, he did shoot 55% from the field against Duke, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, again, and yet, Harry, what was he? Two, three for 10 from three or two for whatever it was? It has nothing to do with his, his shooting. It's it's a lot of him making shots right. in so the paint like JD that has really been the key. So I like what you did there. So, so I'm going to ride with uh, Jalen Wilson here. I have him uh, in two ways here. Um I kind of getting overlooked here from Kansas, but he's the one guy from their team that's averaging a double double in this tournament. He's mm-hmm. averaging 11 and a half points a game, 10 and a half rebounds a game. He's gone over uh, the double digits and rebounds in four straight games. Um, so I'm taking him over eight and a half rebounds. Uh, as mm-hmm. I said, four straight over uh, 10 and uh, for the tournament, he's averaging 10 and a half. And I'm also going to be taking him, MVP of this game uh, at 30 to one. Uh, uh, once again, I'll just reemphasize that he's averaging 11 points and he's not shooting well. Uh, so if his shooting percentage can go up, he's shooting like 35% in this tournament while averaging right. 11 points. If he somehow has a, a much better shooting game and he's at 50% tonight, we're talking about a guy who might get 18 and 11 rebounds might be good enough. I think it's worth a shot. As Tate said, this guy is one of the few pros, potential pros in this game. He's got the talent to do it. At 30 to 1, I'll ride with him as the MVP. Now, we sh- we should mention the most outstanding player. It's for the Final Four, right? Is that how it works? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's for the Final Four. So you got to kind of look back at the first game because I feel like there's certain guys, like on Carolina's side, there's only three guys who could win it. Baycott, who had 22 rebounds. Caleb Love, who obviously hit this big shot, and R.J. Davis. And I think, I don't know what the odds, odds are on R.J. Davis, but if you're going to pick a Carolina guy mm. um, that has maybe a dark, dark horse odds, I feel like R.J. would be the pick. All right, so R.J. Davis is 20 to 1. Abaji's plus 125. He's the favorite. Caleb Love is 5 to 1. Baycott, 550. Uh, I'm taking David McCormick because I think he has a pretty good head start. That's a good call. And if he, if he outmuscles yep. Baycott, like I think he, he would have to for Kansas to win, plus 650 is nice odds. I mean, a 25-point Saturday is a good head start for this guy who, like I said, not going to get drafted. Senior, little chip on his shoulder in addition to everything else. Uh, and then you're right. Brady, the Brady Mannix are 12 to one. Remy Martin's 12 to one, but I don't think he scored enough Saturday to one. He had to put up a monster game. All right, Brian, what's your, uh, prop? Yeah, I'm going to go back. I took this on Friday. I went, uh, Brady Mannix over two and a half threes. I'm going to stick with it, stick with it again. It's minus 140, So you're giving up a little bit more, mm-hmm. but, uh, he was crucial in that second half against Duke. You know, it was over two from three in the first half, kind of non-existent until he hit that little, hit that little runner right before the half. And then he made, three of his last uh, three of four from three in the second half of that game. Some of those were really tough, you know, I mean, such a quick release he had uh, with guys in his face. So I think that'll carry him into this game. You know, he might have to shoulder a little bit more of the offensive load here. And, you know, he's hit three or more threes. I said this last time, but he's hit three or more threes every game this tournament and in eight of his last nine games. So, you you know, I, I think he could easily get three here. And who's your uh, MOP? The RJ Davis, what uh, what Tate said yeah. before, a twenty to one. You know, because again, I mean, he really carried them. He played great in that first half against UNC. Obviously, picked up a couple of cheap fouls, kind of late in that game. But you know, he's the type of guy who could get hot, right? And you know, we saw that mm-hmm. in the Baylor game. So, and he could, have, you know, he could just have a great all around game and get twenty to twenty five points. So, I think the twenty to one just caught my eye. Um, yeah, eight, probably eighteen, that. seven, and four in the game too. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say he, yeah, no, he's he a great game. game, great rebounder he tw- too. Yeah, he had twelve, he had twelve assists in the first game against Marquette. He's the kind of guy that could have like fourteen and twelve. You know what I mean? Yeah, Where you're yeah. like he completely controlled the game. So, yeah. is there a player prop? I know you probably haven't studied the numbers, Tate. It's been a crazy weekend. Is there one we're <laughs> missing? A player you think might underachieve or or uh, or light it up tonight that we're not I will thinking. say I, I think Jalen Wilson's a great call because what Carolina did against Paulo Bancaro is they loaded up on his side every single time and they were willing to leave Keels and all these other guys open yep. mm-hmm. and I don't think they're gonna and they were helping Brady you know what I mean because Brady was who was obviously match up with Bancaro I don't think they're gonna help as much on Wilson they're probably gonna be more focused on Igbaji and mm-hmm. Jalen Wilson is a, a tough matchup for Brady Manick so I could see Wilson um, you know having a big game and like probably Kate probably kid said maybe winning MOP. I forgot about the Keels thing. I mean, imagine that guy went crazy and Duke still <laughs> lost. Like they, exactly. What, what the hell has to happen? He had 19, right? It was like eight for 14. Yeah. Yeah, when, he, when he had that late three, I think it was like under a minute. That's it was like 
73 when he hit it. I, I yeah. was like, if this guy's hitting that, we're in trouble. Yeah. And then, and then Brady answered right back. Also, I know the whole world. I mean, you talk about you waiting for the hammer to drop of with the refs, <laughs> but uh, believe me, you deserve to win. But um, Theo John, and I get it. Everyone needs to know um, Duke's third string center. But I, I don't remember a player having. Well, Brian, we were talking about like four fouls in the first half. That was that was that was crazy. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. You never you never see that because usually it's like the first stringers when guys come off the bench are a little yeah. bit. You know, you're willing to risk a little bit more. But yeah, you barely see that ever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if I was his parents, like my mom said this after the game, it was like if I was his mom and and mm. I saw Coach K <laughs> sacrifice him like that, I would literally hate him forever. After after the guy didn't even get a senior night, he gets no senior night, and then Coach K sacrificed him in the first half. Right. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right. Now listen, we're gonna do Ridiculous. I'm I'm not picking this. I feel like we're we and Harry's not involved because he's gonna be at the game, but we do race to ten. We usually do race to ten Tuesday, Tate. Mm. Uh, Love last that. week we did it for the college game. Who did we do? We lost, right? Who do we have? No, we did it for the uh, Jazz Clippers. <laughs> Harry oh, the, Jazz Clippers. We did a disaster. college game though, right? We we did that. We Gonzaga. Oh yeah, that was right, that the week right. before though, right? The week, the week before. before we hit, uh, we won yeah. with the uh, Gonzaga. Okay, so it's a little riskier now. Gonzaga, the, not riskier, but it might take a little more time. The fun of this bet, Tate, is that it's over in three minutes in the NBA, typically, right? NCAA, especially with the unders coming in like they were last week, you may may take you to the first TV timeout, which I think it happened with Gonzaga. That sucked. That that or actually we won that one, right? Yeah, we had won that one. All right, so now we have to race to ten pick. Who scores ten points first? Tate, in your unbiased opinion, which we've only had from you for the last thirty minutes, <laughs> who who scores ten points first? If you take Kansas, it's minus one thirty five. Take Carolina, it's plus one ten. I close my eyes. I think the score is 10 to four Kansas. And I Whoa. think Carolina is uh, at the first media timeout. And they're like, oh, wow, we're, we're going to have to play tonight. We're, we're playing a really good basketball team. So I, I think Kansas hit Villanova in the mouth early. And Villanova was like, oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. And I think they do the same thing to Carolina. Right. And, What's and weird so, is they've won the race to 10. Um, they won it against Miami, which you wouldn't have thought because Miami won the half, right? Um, yep. But they lost it to Creighton, who they ended up beating up. I don't know, they've done it so many different ways. They, but that's what I mean. They've won with defense against Providence. And then, like you said, they jumped out against Nova. Carolina, on the other hand, 5-0 and in the race to 10. I looked it up. And most of them ended on a Caleb Love jumper. Um, I think three of those for sure. Who's picking, Bry or Parlay Kid? Who, who are we going it's, with here? I think Tate is... just picked. I think Tate just picked. That, that's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. All right, We don't Tate. need to pick. Blood's on your hands. I want to be wrong. Today is my day where I want to be wrong. I'm pulling against myself. All these, <laughs> all these Kansas fans are like, you've been sticking your neck out for us all season. I'm like, I shut up. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> doesn't know which way to turn. Bet the national championship with a bang right now. FanDuel Sportsbook's giving new customers $150 instant bonus guaranteed. That's right. You'll get $150 in bonus site credit. And all you have to do is place your first bet of $5 or more. How you bet the game is up to you. You could choose from the money line, totals, prop bets. We just gave you 50 of them. Make your bet. $5 gets you $150. Join FanDuel today with promo code against all odds. Then you can place your $5 bet, score $150 in bonus site credit. Guaranteed that's promo code against all odds on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. And right now, it's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call bed aches. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. It's a bad all right, I don't really have a betting. Everything I should have won, I won. Everything I should have lost, I lost. Um, I, I really, I love complaining about refs. I lost a little in golf. We're going to talk Masters later in the week. Brother Bry, you must have a, a bedache you could talk to us about. Well, yeah, I mean, this was a shitty weekend in general for me. Um, it all started, I think, Thursday night. I had that Texas A&M game, losing to Xavier. That started it off. But then I lost. I. It's funny. I had bet South Carolina <laughs> to win the women's uh like a few months ago. And then I kept betting against them this weekend on the point. So I got killed on that, but that mm. wasn't really my bet. I was, I had a parlay tied to 
Uh, UNC money line Saturday night, UNC money line. And I also had the jazz money line on that. So I don't know if you remember that jazz game jazz are up 16 with like less than eight minutes to go, Oh yeah, which I know, oh, is, yeah. I know is plenty of time, but I wasn't even really paying attention to it. Cause you know, I'm just following everything else. Mm. And then I'm actually looking on Twitter and I just see the videos and it's the warriors six straight threes over about a two and a half minute stretch. I've never seen a lead, a 16, uh, whatever it was, a 16 point lead cut within like two and a half minutes, like it was from six straight threes. So that, that killed me because it was would have been nice tied to the uh, yeah. UNC money line in that game. So that's uh, mm. All right, Parley kid, you got anything? I'm like you, Sal. I mean, it was pretty clear cut. I, there was really no bed ache. I just got my butt kicked this weekend. I think I lost all, all my uh, EP picks uh, from Friday, Saturday, Sunday. My sharp tank bet uh, was in the uh, – in the tank, thanks to the uh, the Rangers, and um, mm-hmm. I think my graphic picks were like one for four the other day. I had, you know, we both had yeah, Nova, I got crushed on that, uh, and uh, Duke. So, um, uh, really, a terrible weekend. It was really no bed ache. I mean, it was it was just one of those terrible weekends. And in, in we'll bounce of, so, back. There's more sports whoop. now. Baseball's coming up. Masters. Oh we're, we're yeah, great. Just, yeah, th- those are the ones I, I, you know, I'm actually worse at. So this is this is yeah. really boding well for me coming up. This is great. <laughs> all right, Harry, what's your betting? Uh, I don't have my. I, listen, I was traveling obviously all over the place, so it took Jeez. a little way. It took time away from my gambling, so I really don't have too much. Uh, but this I will is say exactly the Na- what the people want to hear, Sal. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say though, the Nets. The Nets got me twice this week. I, I, on Thursday, that game against the Bucks was ridiculous. Uh, I needed them for 300 in that. Uh, that was my also my uh, extra points play of the day where they scored two points in the last four minutes and 52 seconds. Uh, and Giannis hits the, his only three of the game to tie it. And they beat the Nets in overtime. And they took the lead with th- uh, like th- seven seconds ago. And then Giannis gets to the line, makes the free throws in and out from KD. So they lose that game. And then Sal with you watching the games on uh, on Saturday night. Uh, I had the Nets again. I needed them for 350 against mm-hmm. the Hawks. Durant goes for 55, a career high. Irving goes for 31, and they still lose to the Nets when they kind of needed that Stop game to jump up the Nets. My God. Nets. I, 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 I had to I too. Hate right. this team. You were too, D? Yeah, it was my EP pick with the Nets that day. Uh, I thought for sure it was the game they needed. And they normally Darren, own the Hawks. They normally yeah. own the Hawks. And Durant you, gets 50 plus, and they lose the game. And the refs try to help him a little at the end, too. And it's oh, yeah. 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 Darren, did you watch it with 50 seconds ago when it was 111, 108? Were you watching? Uh, just uh, run it by me. Tell me what happened. More, more than more than anything, it's 111, 108. We get, Sal tells me, like, I'm not even paying attention. He's like, your, your nets are back in it. So I go to watch it in his, uh, in his office. And uh, Hawks have the ball with 50 seconds ago, 111, 108. And absolutely no defense by the nets and they let uh they let they let a young walk right in for a layup it's like honestly 50 seconds to go you're down three you need to play defense you just let them walk through the defense and get a layup and now it's five then then uh irving misses a three and then young hits a three at the end does a shimmy and that's and that's that. <laughs> this is amazing you know unreal what? where is the d Tate is right. No one should be betting the nets for the next six months mm-hmm. give, give take give harry a little slap in the head for that yeah. Uh, that, was, that was a light slap. But I was hoping it'd be a lot harder. I, 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 I was going to go Will Smith on him, but he didn't say anything about my wife. So <laughs> All right. I, I let we, we shut the cameras off, so there's no losses. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That'll do it for bed aches. Let's hear the song again. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. It's a bad Betix is brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Masters Week is here, and if you haven't used PropSwap to go for the green, then you are missing out. PropSwap is the only app that allows you to pick your favorite golfers and then sell your bets whenever you want. Many prop swappers make thousands of dollars just by buying and selling their golfers all tournament long. This allows you to win over and over without your golfer ever touching the green jacket. Go to PropSwap.com or download the free PropSwap app today. And now... It's time for another edition of the Extra Prop of the Week. This week, we're going to Augusta. What will be the final score of the winning golfer at the Masters? Last year, Hideki Matsuyama won the green jacket with a final score of 10 under par. Harry, what do you think? Final score. Minus nine. Minus nine. All right, to enter, tweet us your guess at Extra Points Pod and at PropSwap using the hashtag, hashtag Extra Prop. Must be following both accounts to win. Winner gets 
$500 John Rom to win the U.S. Open ticket. That's Ooh, a good one. Nice. Prop yeah. swap. He's nice. the favorite at 13 to 1. $500 Ooh, ticket. Wow. That's a winning ticket for John Rom. Go to PropSwap.com or download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, guys. This was fun. I think we said it all. Tate, you're feeling confident? One to ten. That's a good question. <clears throat> I'm probably like a I'm probably like a seven. I I, uh, I think when Carolina won, uh, you know, on Saturday, um, there was like a moment that it really hit me that you know, one that that was over. Like I I, I hope that I never have to talk about Coach K ever again. Like, <laughs> I, and, and I hope that Duke becomes the Northwestern of the South. That's what I kept telling their fans as I was walking out of the arena. I was like, congratulations, you're the Northwestern of the South. Um, but immediately my 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 focus moved to, to Monday, and I got a little anxious. I got a little scared. I got a little worried because Kansas, to me, has been the best team all season. The Big 12 is the best conference in basketball. Mm. Um, but you just beat Baylor not too long ago. Baylor, obviously, I think will get you prepared for a Big 12, the physicality of a Big 12 team. That's mm -hmm. why I think of a round of seven. I think they still have a good shot to win. All right. There you go. What up? What do you have to say, Parley kid? It's all over. <laughs> all I, I can say is for Tate. Yeah. it doesn't mean a thing if you don't get the ring. That's it. <laughs> yeah, Michael Jordan taught us that. <laughs> Are you going to bring scissors to the game, Tate? You should you should oh, climb the ladder man. yourself. Get up there. Oh man. I uh if if Carolina wins a national championship, I I uh I'm going to need about 10 days because yeah. I'm going to be saying, <laughs> saying saying a lot of ridiculous things if I'm in front of a microphone. <laughs> Where are we going tonight, Tate, when they win? Where, oh, where we're, we going, we're going to Bourbon Street. We're going everywhere. He doesn't want to be seen with you, Harry. He oh, want to I want to be with Harry. If we win, Harry's going to be on my shoulders. <laughs> yeah. I, whoa, well, then you're going to spend the night in the hospital. Uh, I will say, I, now, is the is the uh, Titus curse lifted? Because I know now you've watched games together and, and, and you've won. Yeah. But you've never won a championship with Titus watching and certainly not with Harry in the same arena. Yeah, he's he we he's not gonna be sitting with me at the game. Um, okay. I, I got tickets. We I didn't even tell you guys that we we got tickets through Westwood One, who you know has our podcast right. and uh, their suite that we were sitting in, beautiful suite. Really appreciated everything they've done for us. But it was all Duke fans in the suite, and everyone oh. that we work for, I had no idea they all like Duke. So we walked in the suite. It's a guy with a Christian Leitner jersey on with all of his accolades, like one time ACC Defensive Player of the Year, like listed underneath his jersey. <laughs> um, and I looked at Titus and I was like, I'm going to go find my family. Um, and luckily, <laughs> one of my friends, Charlie, he uh, he was here for Saturday, but couldn't stay for Monday. So he gave me his ticket tonight. So the curse is dead, but I will not be watching the game with Titus for those who still believe in the curse. All right, good. And Harry will bring on a new curse. Uh, we wish you luck, Tate. You, you got the parlay kit and I uh, have Kansas. So you got that going for you. Uh, thanks for coming on, buddy. I appreciate it. Uh, Oh, it's the best. <laughs> it on. And yeah, you got a thousand dollars if you, tomorrow you wake up with a thousand dollars if Kansas wins. So or or three thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, or three thousand. Either Shit. way, I'm gonna have some money. So I and I need all the money I can get because uh, you know, Jim Jim's here and uh I might have to take him to the hospital when he gets stabbed tonight. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Jim is <laughs> oh, Jim is shirtless in bed. Oh, all right. Oh. I'm in the hospital. <laughs> Let's get your hospital bed tonight. <laughs> All right. Well, we really did it. That'll do it for another episode of Against the Lots. Tune in tomorrow. We're going to go over baseball props, and then we're going to have Masters props the rest of the week. A big uh, uh, star-studded event. <laughs> Jim Cunningham. Sure, it's Jim Cunningham. Kicking things off. There you go. The big toast uh, for spaghetti and meatballs for uh, heel producer Jim Cunningham. Whoa. For Tate Frazier. All right, Jim, that's enough. Uh, the degenerate trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na 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 na